In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Christos Anesti. Christ is risen. Today is the sixth Sunday of the Holy 50 Days, and today the Gospel is from John chapter 16. And today I was inspired by the verse in the Gospel that says, Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask in my Father's name, He will give to you. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. This is a big, big promise from God. And last week we learned from His Grace uh, Ambabulis that we should always hold on to God's promises. And this is a huge promise, huge promise, that whatever you ask in my Father's name, He will give you. Sometimes we think of God as withholding, as withholding blessing or holding out on our prayers. But in actuality, that's not true at all. God is always listening to our prayers because He is a giving God. He said the Father wants to give you. The, our God is eager to give, eager to give. Our, our God is eager to give because as it was mentioned in the Gospel today, the Father loves us. And because the Father loves us, he wants to give to his children. He cares for us. I was reading recently in First Chronicles chapter 4. First Chronicles chapter 4 is a long list of names. It's usually one of the chapters in the Bible that you would you'd see the names and you'd just say, oh, skip this and move on to the next uh, use, more useful chapters. But in the midst of the list of genealogy, it was the descendants of Judah. There was an interest, interesting character. His name is Jabez. Jabez. Jabez, this is Jabez, there's only mentioned in the Bible three times in very weird places. And his name means distress or pain. His name means distress or pain because he was named by his mother because she, he, gave lots, he gave her lots of pain in childbirth. And you know in the Old Testament that the names of people were reflective of their character. So, like, if someone was named pain, means that they would live a very, like, painful life and would cause pain. But Jabez is very interesting what he did. He said that he did something differently, which broke the mold of the Old Testament. He did something that changed his course. And what did he do? It's very simple. He actually just asked the Father. It's written in the Old Testament, it says, And Jabez called on God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed, enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not, that I may not cause pain. That I may not cause pain. So God granted to him, so God granted him what he requested. And that's all we know of Jabez. That's it. But the thing that was amazed me is that here is Jabez, he asked God for something, and then God gave it to him. Ask and you will receive, that your joy will be full. That was the verse we read today. Ask and you shall receive, and your joy shall be full. If Jabez didn't ask, then Akid, his name would be just pain and torment. But because Jabez asked, I think it changed his, his course, it changed his life. We have to be willing to ask God. Do not be scared to ask God what you want. And because He is very willing to give. Last week, I uh, misplaced a blank check. 
completely blank. It was completely blank. And as I was lost this blank check, I began thinking to myself, now, if, if one were to lose a blank check, what would you do if, like, with a person who finds a blank check, what would that person do? I mean, as a Christian person, as a priest, I would probably rip it up. But then I started thinking a little more cunning and a little, like, what would I do with a blank check? You could write it for $5. You could write it for $50. You could write it for $5,000. You could write it for $50,000. You could write it for $500,000. You could write it for $5 million. You could write it for whatever you want. And I, I began to think to myself, if you're smart, you'll write it to like the maximum like that the person you know, has to empty their bank account. If you're really like cunning and shrewd, you'd want to like empty their bank account. You would ask for the most that you could possibly get. If the name on the check was Jeff Bezos, I'm sure you would add many zeros. You would add tons of zeros to the end of the check. It would almost be insulting to Jeff Bezos if you, if, if you stole like $50 from like the richest man in the world and you stole 50, you had a blank check from him and you stole $50, haram adik, you know, take some, you know, take some more from Jeff Bezos, you know? Now imagine God, imagine God who is so rich, rich in his mercy, rich in love, and he has given each one a blank check. He's given each one of us a blank check. He's given us his promise. He said, most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask in my Father's name, he will give you. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. I want to talk today about three people in the Bible given blank check blank check empty check and they could have asked for anything in the world the first person I want to speak about is the blind man from Luke chapter 18 you know the story of the blind man Jesus is walking by and he hears that Jesus is walking by he says Jesus son of God have mercy on me and then everyone beside him said but he kept crying out and saying, Jesus, son of, God, son of David, have mercy on me. He was very persistent. And I like that because Luke, Luke, um, Luke 18 is about persistence. Like that chapter is about the persistent widow. And how the persistent widow went and bugged the unjust judge. And even though the judge was unjust because the widow kept persisting, then finally the unjust judge gave in to her the same with this blind man he kept persisting and he said son of David have mercy on me son of David have mercy on me and you know what the Lord said to him the Lord said to him what do you want me to do for you here's my blank check take the blank check what do you want me to do for you he could have said because he was standing by the road. What was he doing by the road? Begging. So he could have said, uh, Jesus, give me $50. And I'll be very happy. With this. Give me some food. Give me in. But he asked for something. <sighs> Lord, give me sight. I want to see. I wish we asked for, if you have a blank check, you don't add, ask for $5. You ask for, uh, I want to see. 
And the Lord said, receive your sight, your faith has made you well. The second person that was given a blank check. Very famous one. This one's too easy. I almost was not going to include it because I was like, uh, it's going to be too boring for Solomon. Solomon was given blank check. A blank check. It's written that the Lord, when he appeared to Solomon at Gibeon, he said, ask and what shall ask? What shall I give you? As if the Lord said, take anything you want. Here's the store. It's open for you. Take what you want. And when the store was open, Solomon could have asked for anything. But he asked for something big, actually, bigger than money and all this stuff. He asked for something big. He asked for an understanding heart. He asked for discernment to judge between his people. And it's written that the Lord was very pleased with Solomon. And God said to him, Because you have asked these things, and have not asked for a long life for yourself, nor have asked for riches, nor have asked for the life of your enemies, but asked for yourself understanding to discern justice, behold, I have done according to your words. See, I have given you a wise and understanding heart, so that there has not been anyone like you before you, nor shall anyone like you arise after you. And then it got better for, if you ask for something good like this, you know what the Lord does? Tub, you want riches? Extra zero. Let me, add, let me add an extra zero to that check and give you the riches. He said, I have, always, I have also given you what you did not ask for. You didn't ask for riches, but I'm going to give it to you. Why? Because our God is so giving. He wants to give. I should maybe make a little caveat here, is that there's a couple of verses, you know, whatever. The verse said, whatever you ask. I'll make one caveat, or maybe two. Uh, from 1 John 5:14, it says, Now this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything, anything what? Anything according to His will. Ask according to His Will. You have to ask according to His will. In James chapter 4, it says, You ask and you do not receive. Many people say, Oh no, God doesn't answer my prayers. Oh, God doesn't. It says, You ask but you do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. Sometimes if we ask for something that does not align with the will of God, is not good for our salvation, obviously God will not want to give you what is... What would hinder your salvation? That's easy, right? right? The third person. The third person, I think this will be new for you. The third person who was given a blank check, but this person was not smart. He made a mistake. It was Joash. Joash was the king of Israel during the death of Elisha the prophet. And Joash came to Elisha. And was worried about the army and was worried about the future state of Israel. He said, Elisha, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Elisha said, take these three arrows and strike the ground. And so Joash took the three arrows and struck the ground three times with them. And hear what Elisha said after that. It says that the man of God was angry with him. He said, you should have struck five or six times. 
Then you would have struck Syria till you had destroyed it. But now you will strike Syria only three times. Yani, this person, Joash, had the blank check and he had the opportunity if he would have struck Kida. He could have destroyed Syria. But because he only three times, maybe he was shy, maybe he didn't want to ask, maybe be, I don't know, whatever reason, he didn't strike. So the man of God, Elisha, was very upset with him. I feel like many of us, we're like this Joe Ash. Yeah, just ask three times. Oh, I want to be a better person. Okay. No, ask for something big. Ask for the Holy Spirit to be in your life. Ask for something to destroy sin completely. Not just, oh, I want to get by this weekend. No, I want to be done with sin. Yeah? So now that we have this promise, what should we ask for? I'm going to open up with you. Last night was a very difficult night for me. I was flying back from San Francisco last night. And we had left the airport. And we were at 30,000 feet. And we hear in the airplane... And so I look around, everyone's quiet. Ten minutes later, we hear an announcement from the pilot saying, uh, we're turning around to San Francisco, uh, we'll be landing in 30 minutes. And then, and, and then later he came on, he said, there will be emergency crews on the ground. So all of us were, oh my, what is going on? <laughs> What's going on? And then he came on one more time, and then as he's giving his PA announcement, you could hear the siren in the cockpit, like, like, so I'm just sitting there like, Lord have mercy. And I was preparing this sermon, and I was, and it's about asking God, right? So I'm sitting here saying, what would I ask God in my last moments? Honestly, I was like, okay, that's fine. I was like, I'm gonna, it's all right, let's go, it's ready. So I said, what would I ask God for in the last moments of my life? The first thing that came to my mind was I would ask God for forgiveness. The first thing I would ask God, the first thing I asked God for forgiveness for myself. I said, dear Lord, I'm a wicked servant. Please forgive me. Then I prayed for the forgiveness of the people on the plane. Because God knows my... What's going to happen? Then after I prayed for forgiveness for myself, and I think that's something we should always ask for, because God is eager to forgive. Very eager to forgive. Very willing to forgive. So, I, so that was, that's good. So I knocked out forgiveness. Then I said, Dear Lord, I want to see you. I want to pray for your presence. I don't care if you take me now or you take me. I just want to see you. Pray for His presence. Ask for His presence. These are the good things to ask for. Pray for His presence. I didn't say, I want to live. I, don't, I didn't say, I want to... I just said, I want to see you. If you keep me, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to stay. I'm ready to work. I'm ready to finish the vision that you have, the plans that you have for me on this earth. If you want to take me, take me. But I just want to see you. That's it. The third thing I prayed for was the salvation of many of you. I tried to text, uh, like, uh, my wife, I tried to text uh, Sophia. It was just the last, uh, you know, just in case, you know, God forbid something were to happen. I just wanted to have my conscience clear that, you know, 
These are the things we need to ask. The salvation of everyone. The salvation of everyone. I was thinking about the salvation. Ask for those things. Don't ask for it. You can ask for little things. But ask for big things. Ask for the Holy Spirit to come and dwell in us. If you have a big check, use it. Use it. Use the big check. We want to be like the blind man. We want to be like Solomon. We don't want to be like Joash. We want to ask for big things. Because whatever you ask, there will be joy. There will be joy in every circumstance, whether we're here or not here. I promise you. Everything the world in the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. We have joy. We have joy. Ask for joy. And glory be to God forever. Amen.